Recorded live. Hi, friends. How are you tonight? Thanks for coming. I'm just uh, kind of waiting on friends to drop in and see what happens. It's not early yet. It's only uh, 10 to 7, so it might be a 10-minute lag. Sort of thing, just waiting for friends to drop in. Be patient. Appreciate your company very much. Up tonight. Starts to the Bible. The Bible does talk about um, that are going to heaven. In an amount. Hi, Cheyenne. How are you? Dropping in, sweetie. I just started the recording kind of early, so I thought, well, I'll kind of chit-chat to myself here, but kind of get, get warmed up, get going. How you doing? Thanks for dropping in. I'm a little early, so, um, you know, if you have things to do or you want to get yourself a drink or something or snack or whatever you can later. Warmed up, looking at my books and my papers and stuff like that. You're eating. <laughs> cool. I just finished eating, too. I'm done. How's the weather at your end of the world? Pretty nice here. I've been outside playing all day and just pooped. Gardening. We got a heavy, heavy frost. Killed a bunch of my plants, so I'm digging them back out and seeing if I can salvage anything and starting all over, putting some new ones back in. So it's been kind of fun. Heavy frost. Warm, nice, eh? It's been a beautiful day today, too. Do you have black flies where you are, Cheyenne? I'm telling you where I am in Halliburton, Ontario. I'm telling you, we got these black flies, and man, they're wicked. But I've been I've been working on trying to figure out how to rid these buggers. I think I've come up with a solution. You got black flies too? You know, I bought this uh, oil actually for salad dressing. And it's olive, grape, a mixture, olive, grape, and uh, flax oil. And it was just an oil that had, you know, was 50% off. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll get it because, uh, you know, I can use it for my salad dressings and stuff. Anyway, for some strange reason, I thought, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I rub it on my body, and I go into the black flies. And, you know, they don't like it. They don't like it. They, they cut it still come around, and it's so good for your skin. And uh, they, they still kind of come around, but they, they don't bite. They don't like it. They, they get stuck in it, and they uh, kind of drowned in it sort of thing, but uh, it's been working. 
stories that drive me crazy today. Fear flies and fear for these people in this country that have to live like this all the time. Okay, sorry, Cheyenne, I had the speakerphone on, she's kind of being lazy, and and um, I hate having these phones up to our heads all the time, the radiation and crap through these cell phones are, are not good for us, so I, I just had the speakerphone on and just kind of rattling on and do it, but uh, anyway, sorry, yeah, 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 these, these, um, Cordless phones are not any, any better for us as far as the radiation than, you know, cell phones or anything else. They still give off a lot of radiation. So I'm glad I'm not on the talk shows like every night of the week and using these phones because they're really not good for us. What's new with you, my dear? Yeah. Anything new with you, Cheyenne? Not much with me. I don't have any issues really on the go right now. I got nothing I'm working on. I got some things I like to work on, but I don't have anything I'm working on right now, really. Still got to get your garden in. Now, you passed the frost point, Cheyenne. You passed the frost point now. It's a lot of work, isn't it? But you know the the benefits of it. You're past the frost point. Eh? We, we just, like I said, we just had a heavy duty frost about uh, two days ago. Really, really serious frost that actually destroyed some some trees. You know some trees that that we have. Uh, it was pretty pretty bad. But anyway, what do you do? You you can't control nature, right? Um, it's a lot of work having a garden. Um, I wish I could have one. I'm in a circumstance where I I live with a friend, and it's not really. I don't have full control of what goes on around here. You know, I'm kind of in the submissive position where uh, it's not my place and uh, I'm just taking care of a friend or living with a friend sort of thing. So I really don't have control of what I do, but I would love to have a garden, you know, because the crap that we buy from the stores, I just hate it. Um, I don't tell too many people, but, um, you know, in the talk shows and stuff, but I have my hunting license, so, you know, because some people are a little funny about that. But uh, so I, I I get moose and deer and yeah yeah Cheyenne I've been doing a a small one here and there I've actually got some cucumber some cucumbers going some broccoli going and uh, some herbs that I I want to work on and uh, some red fife grass uh, you know for juicing and stuff like that so I've got a few things going on and uh, I experiment. Um, I trip, you know, trip on through the woods, and I I read a lot about uh, stuff that's out in the woods. Uh, 
that we can eat, you know, like mint and uh, chaga, chaga mushrooms, chaga fungus off of birch trees and stuff like that. I can eat all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, because things are gonna get things are gonna get really weird. And uh, it's it's nice to know that uh, what what's out in the in the woods, you know, that we can eat, you know, like Survivor Man sort of thing. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I like living off the land because it's all natural. But uh, I'd like to do more, but I'm, I'm, like everyone else, not in full control of everything we do. How are you feeling? You feeling better? I know you're feeling kind of crappy there the last couple of times we talked. You weren't well. Pretty stressed out, eh? Don't give up, lady. Yeah. Don't give up. Just keep praying. Trusting that upstairs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird talking to myself. You know, it's nice to have someone on the other end. I'm not. I'm not very good at. Let alone to myself. If I'm talking to myself, I'm going senile. I'm just kind of getting my books together here, Cheyenne. Uh, I've been studying all this week on um, you were here last week, obviously, so I'm just kind of getting my I'll get my books together here. Um, Tatiana especially was uh, interested in in the subject who goes to heaven and why. What are they going to be doing? And the Bible kind of tells us this kind of stuff. So it's it's been pretty cool. I'm really doing some research. It's really nice, really interesting. I see you're trying to get on the phone here, right? Where am I? Get my material together. Hey there, lady. Hi, Cheyenne. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing okay. Good. Good. You sound good. How was your day? What did you do today? Take care of Jill. What? Take care of Jill. What's that meeting? I don't know. That beeping noise. I don't know. That's weird, eh? Yeah, it was weird. I got a phone. Yeah, his, his, his back went out, and he's in major, major, major pain. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah, I noticed. A friend of yours, obviously. Um, right. Oh, yeah, I know. I've had back problems. And, it's the uh, uh, satanic or what do you call that, that nerve? Uh, the sciatic? Yes. Sciatic nerve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Shane, they they told me one time, um, now, th- this is a male friend, right, that you have, that you're talking right. about? Right. They told me one time, <clears throat> I was doing something, and they told me that it was a sciatic nerve, 
And I went, I ended up going to a chiropractor, and you know what she told me it was? I shifted what? my pelvis. I shifted my pelvis, and she she did her number on me, and it felt much better. But I had to go back to her the second time, and she fixed me up. I shifted my pelvis, and the hospital told me it was a sciatic nerve. You know, they, they give me a shot in the rump, you know, the pain, pain, whatever. I don't know what they gave me. But here it was, I, I, I shifted my pelvis. Um, what it was well, that doing. would make sense because that's where his, because that's right at your end of, like, your spine. Yeah. I went to, I ended up going to a chiropractor, and uh, she's the one that figured it out. Hmm. I shifted my pelvis, and she, she did her cranking job on me a couple of times, and she fixed me up. But these freaking hospitals, eh? Well, he should have went yesterday, and he, and he didn't. Oh. But that's when he, Friday it started. Saturday he was so so. Today is he's been on my kitchen floor all day since oh, six man. o'clock. Oh no! Can't get up. He's in. Uh, I mean, you want to cry? Yeah. He's screaming in pain. Oh no! It's too bad we didn't know what to do. You know, it's too bad we didn't know how to shift the bones and stuff. Like I don't know whether you can. Get on him and 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 give a no, little. No, he's in. Yeah, he's in too much pain to do anything. Oh no! I don't know if the chiropractor is going to be open tomorrow, if not Tuesday. Yeah, I I think I'd be more apt anymore, Cheyenne. You know myself personally. Anytime I got a problem like that, I I, I think I, it costs money though. The thing is, it'd be nice if it was covered by OHIP, but it's not. Well, we go to this one. It's a father and son. And he's only 40 bucks. And he'll spend a good half an hour to 40 minutes with you. Yeah? Yep. That That's a long time, you know, for a chiropractor. Hi, Janine. That's a long time for a chiropractor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the other ones that you go to, they're 100, 150 for maybe, like, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Janine's, uh, Cheyenne, she was asking if your friend's on strong pain relief. I just gave him two Advil. I fed him, fed myself. That's why I wasn't on the phone at the beginning. Just trying to hurt me. Oh, that, that's okay. That's okay. But, yeah, oh, I just I fed him. So and, bad for him. I feel so bad for him. Oh, Tanya, you've got to hear him scream. So if I mute out or hang up, it's him in yeah. that much pain. I'm right now. I'm outside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got to be a nerve or something, eh? Or it's yeah. something. I called a friend of mine, and and she also hers is acting up, and she knows three others that is acting up. Mm. But he was hanging drywall on yeah. Friday, and it started at the end of the day. So he's obviously, sounds like he's had problems before, eh? Yeah, but never this bad. Probably in our age group, too, eh? Yeah. I don't know about yours, but mine's. I'm 57. He's 60. I'm 57 young. There you go. <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah. yeah. Sitting down here watching my chickens, my two little sisters. You're watching your chickens? Mm-hmm. I got two chickens. Oh, that's cool. I just got a bunch of chicken eggs given to me. Uh, they're blue and pink. Mm-hmm. And I got to right. clean, clean them out, blow them out, and I'm going to engrave them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but... Yeah, I got a dozen of blue and pink. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And free running, so of course I'm going to eat the egg and and uh, then engrave the eggshells. I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but okay. Jane. Well, what you and Sonia, what, you start reversing your age. <laughs> what you could do is boil them and then chop them really fine, and then put them on your food. What you wouldn't believe how beneficial those eggs shells are. Eggshell? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it'd be all right if the fruit were running. Janine's trying to talk me down to my age here. Thanks, Janine. No, I don't feel I don't feel my age, Janine. I don't know what age I feel, but I, I don't feel like I'm almost hitting sixty, you know, and I don't I don't feel it really. But anyway, no, Cheyenne, you're saying about these, uh, yeah, egg eggshells. Uh, I I don't know. About eating eggs. Oh, they're full. They are full of awesome stuff. Google it. Okay. Okay. It's, sure. And you'll you'll be that surprised how beneficial. How benef- <laughs> How beneficial? Joe's calling me. Let me hang up. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later. Yeah, you're right, Janine. As long as they're organic, yeah, yeah, they do go rubbery when you visit them. Actually, I just bought a bought a dozen that was on sale, and I don't like buying them from the store. But I bought a dozen that was on sale, and I thought I'm going to pickle some eggs. Just kind of got in the mood. Yeah, Cheyenne's got a friend that uh, that's having some severe back problems. I was chatting with her on Skype. And uh, she's got a friend that's actually laid out in her kitchen floor in severe pain. Uh, so she's going to kind of be on and off tonight. If if she's if she comes back on, she's going to be on and off. Nice, nice to uh, nice to get together with you again, Janine. I, you know, I was thinking sometime like I text you. You know, be nice to get on to Skype sometime with you. Every once in a while, I get on to Skype with some friends, and we sit and chit-chat, and, you know, we don't have to have a phone up to our ear. Um, The radiation from these phones, I've got a cordless phone, and uh, I hate having it up to my ear for four hours. You know, they're as bad as cell phones, not quite as bad, but, I mean, cell phones, I believe, are worse, but I hate having these phones stuck up to my ear for hours. Um, It's nice It'd be nice if we could Skype, you know, Skype these calls. Um, isn't is, uh, Sonia? Hello, sister. Isn't that um, pretty much what? Because I'm on Skype now with these calls, so that's what I thought we were doing. Oh, are you just learning about the Skype too, Janine? Yeah. Well, um, when I get onto the talk show, I. Um, I can't speak to you unless I connect up with Skype. 
once I get on Skype, uh, I, I just call the TalkShoe number and uh, they just, um, they say, you know, what are you, what are you going into? And I just, I will put your, your ID number of 135378 or depending on, you know, um, if Carl's on, I do his talk shoe number of 127469. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's what I'll do um, on Skype. And then it'll, it'll ask me to enter a PIN, which is um, like a private PIN number. Right, right. Um, and then, you know, so it cost me, uh, I think it's $99, but that is for a whole year subscription on Skype. Are calling worldwide. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, you know pretty much unlimited. But they they do say you know it's a it's a good goodwill policy. So um, they do drop you out of a call after well, they're supposed to drop you out of a call after four hours, and then you call back in. Oh, I see. Yeah. But but I but sometimes. Um, Skype will drop out from time to time, so sometimes you actually call. You may call, you know, on a talk show. Sometimes you may call for four times or three or four times because there are problems with the lines at times mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, something's got to be happening there. Well, what this is, you know, when you go on Skype and you go to a specific room, um, say you're talking with Mike and Common Law or if you're into uh, writing letters, or if you go to Mark or go to somebody private like me or Cheyenne or whatever, up in the right-hand corner, there's a little phone. Oh. A little picture of a phone. And when you click on that phone, you can actually Skype them. But what you need is a webcam. You need the webcam with your com- your computer, which actually shows your face. So you can. Do, actually... do you actually need the webcam? Because of in those rooms, you actually need the webcam. Well, if you want to do what they call a video call. Yeah. Yeah, you need a webcam. A lot of computers have the webcam built in. Mine doesn't. I had to go out and buy one, and I think it was twenty bucks. And I stick it on top of my monitor, and it's like a little camera. So when I click on that little phone, when we get into the rooms, we'll actually do kind of like we can we can do a group call, and we can see each other, we can talk to each other. Uh, it's it's really cool. It's like face to face, but you need a webcam. Um, like I say, or some computers have the webcam built in. Okay. No, you don't. Uh, Cheyenne just said you don't really need the cam, but it just does help. So everybody, you know, it it feels like everybody's talking face to face. Yeah, you don't have to have the cam, mm-hmm. but with the webcam, you can actually see each other. Huh, cool. Without, I'll have to go get one. <laughs> now we we can still talk like we're talking now. And that way we yeah. don't have to be holding a phone to our ear. I was just saying to Cheyenne, I hate, I'm using a cordless phone. And I hate keeping these phones to my, my, my ear for three or four hours because it is radiation. You know, yeah, yeah. it would be nice yeah. to be able to Skype. You know, what we could do um, instead of actually having the talk show 
is we could actually make a room on Skype of our own, and we could call it the same thing. We could call it God's Law or Man's, or we could call it Common Law, or we could we could go to your room. I don't. I'm not even in your room, um, Janine. Your Australian wow. room. We could go to your room, and we could Skype without having to have the phone to our ears. We could Skype and talk through our microphones on the computers. We can actually just sit back, lay back in our chairs, and talk to our computers and talk to each other without having to hold a freaking phone to our face all the time. That would be so nice. Yeah, because I, um, I don't hold a phone. I've actually got the, um, the, mic, the mic headset, and it's plugged in to the computer. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. Wouldn't even, we wouldn't even have to do that. We could just talk to our computer. I don't know if I can do that without a headset. <laughs> um, well, I guess you have to find out whether your computer has speakers. It's got speakers, right? Yes, yes, it has, yes. But I didn't know that they were two-way. I thought they were just maybe one-way, you know, like, um, no, the, you know, they just give sound out. They don't take sound in. Well, like like a microphone is something that we can research, and you know, um, this is what my friends have done with me. They they've helped me to to say, okay, what kind of computer do you have? What kind of monitor do you have? Okay, well maybe you need a a webcam, and I got a webcam with a microphone for twenty bucks. And you know, we don't have to see face to face all the time because that does take a lot of energy. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work real well depending on technology, but we we have we Skype. Uh, and have conversations with several people on the on the computer where we don't have to hold the phone, we don't have to have my, uh, microphones or headsets in our ears. Uh, we just have this little webcam stuck on our computer, and we can just sit back in our chair. We can walk around in our room. Uh, we can talk, have conversations without being stuck in one place or being tied to a cord. It's pretty cool. So wow, it's something we can think about. You know, we can discuss maybe maybe someday we can go on Skype and see what we can do. Maybe you can find out uh, whether your computer has a built-in mic. Even if your computer has a built-in mic, uh, you don't necessarily have to use headphones. Um, I don't necessarily have to use a cordless phone. I don't like, like I say, having the phone stuck to my ear for several hours. It's not comfortable, um, and like I say, the, the, we do get radiation off of even the cordless phones, so it's not healthy for us. So oh, no, we, de- definitely, yeah. yeah. You get radiation, yeah. Yeah, so if there's other ways, maybe, maybe in the future, maybe we can think about that and try and use technology to, to make things better for ourselves. Um, just a thought. Anyway, there's not too many people on today. It's seven twenty. Anyway, it doesn't mm. matter. I actually recorded the call. I was I was working in my my settings, and uh, because I have a tendency of forgetting, I get gabbing on. Uh, what I did is I set my settings to as soon as my talk show comes on, automatically it records. So we really have to behave. <laughs> 
No, I'm just joking. So automatically it records. So it actually is recording now. So I thought that'll that'll be good for me because sometimes I forget to record. You know, and and you usually your first half an hour or your first hour is so precious. You know, and and then you you forget and people come in. You know, the last hour or two or something, and it's it's terrible when they they come in halfway through the show and and uh, they can't uh, catch up on it. So anyway, it, it is actually recording now. So do you want me to, do you want to get into it, ladies? No comment. Hello? <laughs> Janine's saying, yeah. I don't know whether, uh, oh, I was just going to say, I don't know how Cheyenne's doing with this friend. Um, I'm going to turn my light on. It's getting dark here. So anyway, uh, sorry, I, I was just just making coffee. Yeah, so I have to. Pull, I pull my head. I pull my headset out, but I can't talk back to you. You know. Um, but, you, but you can still. But hear I can you. hear. I, I can still hear. Okay, you. well that's fine. So well that's nice. You can wander around and do your own thing, and that's that's what I like. If you want to walk around, you want to do something, you want to get up and stretch and get a drink of water, you know, or, or whatever, or tea or whatever. You know, you're not glued to the computer. That's what I like. Yeah, and um, what I found is um, if I if I pull the headset out because I've got to pull the USB cord out, well, if there's background noise, that's how I delete it out and I can still hear you. And then what I do is when the noise dies down, then I can plug it back in. So then you don't get to hear all the... You don't have to put up with the background noise and I don't have to try and mute out, which causes a... Um, um, it, it causes a big feedback with my headsets and with everybody else. Yeah, and I, I noticed just just to let you know, um, I I can tell when you're typing because we can hear you typing, and uh, and yeah. to me that's great. I think okay, Cheyenne's or um, Janine's putting something up super because I know I love that about you. Is is every time we get talking about a subject, I know Janine's going to put it up. <laughs> So I, you know, I love that. But we can hear you typing. So, do, do you know? I went, I went, I went to, the, I, I went to the computer store the other day. There's actually a keyboard that you can get, and it's called the Clicky Key Keyboard, and it actually really clicks a lot when you type. <laughs> I do not have that one, thank goodness. Otherwise, it would be twice as loud. <laughs> Yeah, well, who's ever heard of a yeah a, a soundless or a, a quiet keyboard? But um, I th- I think of that too when I'm typing. I think, oh, gee, can anybody hear me? But anyway, everybody's wonderful, you know. Everybody's great. We 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 got to work out the flaws and and work out uh, you know and and you know when we've got a problem, we just, we just work it out and and you know everybody's good, you know. No nobody's critical or. You know, every you know everybody's great. I I just love these groups. You know, I just love the, the, the people, the men and women, and you know everybody's so good. It's just a nice place to hang out, and I, and I hope we can work something out. You know, more with the you know learn the technology and and um, 
find uh, the ways of doing things that are going to make our life easier. You know, because like I say, I've got this cordless phone. I, I was talking with Cheyenne earlier um, on speaker. And then she says to me, well, I can't really hear you. And that's because I had the speaker phone on and I had the phone away from me. I had the phone up in my desk and I was talking to her, you know, from about a foot away, a foot away from my phone. Because I, I really, I, I, it's just so annoying having it stuck to your head for, you know, two hours. You know, your ear hurts <laughs> in the radiation. But anyway, we'll we'll work something out. We'll, you know, through technology, we'll maybe figure something out with Skype because it's so nice that you can just lay back in your chair. And sometimes I just get on my bed because I have my computer in my bedroom. I just get on my bed and I listen and I can talk right from my bed. I can lay there with my pillow and just listen and talk. And it's so much more comfortable than having to sit at a desk you know, with headphones or, you know, the phone. and Anyway, we'll, we'll work on that, eh? Um, well, ladies, well, maybe what, what I'll do is read, the, read from the information that, that I've been studying, and I've really been studying this one hard this week. Um, I didn't get all the scriptures looked up that I wanted to, but maybe we can do that together. And, you know, like to me, even if it goes on into, you know, next week or something like that or whatever, but whatever we cover is is valuable, right? So I I didn't get all the scriptures looked up that I wanted to, like I said, uh, but I I believe and I hope that what scriptures I did get looked up uh, are going to be beneficial for us um, into what the Bible says about who go to heaven and why. So... Um, should we go on with it, girls? Um, no, we're the only no we, we can't. No, we cannot. We cannot? Sonia, no. Because Cheyenne and I, we made a pledge, didn't we, Cheyenne, that we cannot start this call unless you sing. Unless what? Sonia. Unless you sing, Sonia. So go go ahead, take it away. Unless I sing? That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come oh, on. Janine, how could you do, do this to me? <laughs> this, it, could be, it could be just amazing grace. It, no, no. Isn't that right? That's right. Okay, okay, okay. I've got, Thank you. I, I've got a song. Okay. Right. Where did you girls come up with this idea? I don't remember yeah. this. But Bob blaming Cheyenne, but I agree with her. She said you have a beautiful voice. And I said, does Sonia sing? And she said, yes. And I went, well, that's it. When we, I don't care if you don't sing, but you're going to sing today. Amen. (laughs) All right. Okay. Oh, come on. It's my special day. It may be the 24th over there, and it's Pentecost Sunday, and I actually got (laughs) baptized over here on my 24th, and I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. So, yep. So um, it would be a great honor. Sonia, if you would sing us into today's lesson. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, and I'm glad there's no one else on the call. It's only us. <laughs> See, God, um, God, you know, God can do anything. The, the only, the, you know, I, I, I don't sing much, you know, and uh, I thank you very much for that. You know, actually, we should, shouldn't we? But the only song that I can think about is, is one that, uh, and I don't even know how many verses I know of it or how many words I remember, but 
I remember this song that was about the Bible, about God, and it was, let me see if I can do it. Okay, I'll try. Move ahead, move ahead to maturity. It's the will of our God that we gain ability. Try your best to improve in your ministry. By going out from door to door, it is the will of our God. That's the end. That's it. I like that. Move ahead, move ahead to maturity. It's the will of our God that we gain ability. Try your best to improve in your ministry. Okay, ladies, you got it. (laughs) Thank you. Move ahead to maturity. Yes. Well, that's that's what uh, that's what came into my heart. Move ahead to maturity. Hmm. All right. Now you heard my singing. I'm sure you won't ask me to do that again. <laughs> well, that'll be good every Monday. That's our prayer. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Janine. <laughs> that was lovely. Thank you. Oh. And then and then um, we can all start singing it together. See, I didn't write it down, but I'll write. I'll, I'll yeah. write it each week. That's that's so uplifting, isn't it? That, it is. Thank you, Janine Cheyenne. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't like singing, but uh, I do if it, if it, you know if you've got music or um, you know somebody to sing with. Yeah, it's uplifting. When we were meant to sing, weren't we? We we are. Yeah, singing is beautiful. It's medicine, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. That's I reckon I yep. Yep. I re- Cheyenne and I agree. Every every um every time the call goes on, that's our that's our little prayer. Well, do you do you yeah, I just okay. I just wanna I'm, I'm thinking about other men and women too. You know, I don't want to. Uh, whatever. Here's here's the fear. Here's Satan coming in and saying, "Oh, you don't want to push anybody away or scare anybody away or whatever." But what the heck? If they've got the love in their heart, they'll uh, they'll come. Eh? That's it, and we'll all be seeing it. Right. Mhm. Okay. Um. Well, Jimmy and Cheyenne, I, I'm going to read the information that I've been studying and um you know um and Janine do you mind putting the scriptures in because I need two pairs of glasses, one for the computer, one for my book. It and would be my honor. My thank, honor. Sorry. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, Janine. Thank you. Okay, um who go to heaven and why? Okay. Many persons say that all good people go to heaven. However, when asked why they go to heaven, they may say it is to be with God or it is the reward for being good. So what does the Bible teach about this? The Bible makes clear.
clear that Jesus was raised from the dead and that he went to heaven. Also, it says other humans would be taken there. On the night before Jesus' death, his, he told his faithful apostles, In the house of my father there are many abodes. Otherwise, I would have told you differently. Because I am going my way to prepare a place for you. Also, if I go my way to prepare a place for you, I am coming again and I will receive you to myself, that where I am, you may also be. So that scripture is in John 14, 1 to 3. So he says that where I am going, you may also you may also be. Look it up to John 14. Thanks, Jean. Where I'm going, you may also be. John 14. 1 to 3. And I'll read that from, from, from this Bible. And Janine or Cheyenne, if you want to read it, be It'd be interesting getting that 1611 Bible from your son's name again. It'd be kind of cool. But anyway, here's what uh, this one says. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Exercise faith in God. Exercise faith also in me. There are many abodes. In In the house of my father, there are many abodes. Otherwise, I would have told you, because I am going my way to prepare a place for you. Also, if I go my way and prepare a place for you, I am coming again, and I will receive you home to myself, that where I am, you may also be. And where I am going, you know the way. So that is so comforting, eh, that Jesus says, where I am going, you know, I, I'm going to take you with me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at this time, Jesus was telling his apostles that they would be taken to heaven with him. The apostle Paul often told early Christians about that wonderful hope. For example, he wrote, As for our citizenship exists in heaven, from which place we are eagerly waiting for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's many scriptures, there's a few scriptures here. Based on such promises, millions of people have set their hearts on the heavenly life. Yet, will all good people go to heaven, okay? So because of these few scriptures, um, all people think, you know, or have thought that, you know, we're either going to heaven or going to hell. And like I said before in in a lot of our our talks, um, that, you know, people are just starting to realize that, hey, something's going to be happening as far as the earth goes. But there's there's many scriptures that talk about uh, specific people going to heaven, what they're going to be doing, um, 
and it says here, as in, like Paul, like I said, Paul was saying, as in, in Philippians, it says, as for our citizenship, it exists in heaven, from which we are eagerly waiting for our Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and there's three scriptures that I'm looking at right here that states the issue that, that, that Paul's saying here, our citizenship exists in heaven. Okay, that's what Paul was saying. Um, in Philippians, chapter 3, verse 20, where we're going here is talking about the ones that are going to heaven. There are some that are going to heaven and other ones are going to be living here on the earth. It's pretty interesting because not all are going to heaven. Look in 3, verse 20 and 21. And it just basically quotes, like, if you want me to wait... Um, Cheyenne, I don't know whether you're looking up in a book or whether you're just listening, but at least you can go over the the show again or your son can. And, um, you know, you can look at the scriptures for yourself. But it's just basically quoting what I said. As for us, our citizenship exists in heaven, from which place we also are eagerly waiting for a Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's saying their, their citizenship, the disciples, their citizenship is for heaven. Okay? Um, See, before Jesus came, all these wonderful men and women back then, you know, before Jesus Christ came, um, they're not going to heaven. They they were not in the arrangement. Um, Jesus had to sacrifice himself. Jesus had to die. Jesus had to make this, 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 this um, plan, this organization, God had to make this this plan before um, any of these people could become a part of the organization in heaven, which is going to be a government. So the people that were before Jesus Christ um, are going to be resurrected here on the earth. They do not have the citizenship to to be in heaven. Once Jesus died, sacrificed himself, and was resurrected, that's when the plan um, became valid. If you know what I mean? That's when the plan became valid. Okay? So the apostles and the ones after that uh, are the ones that are going to exist in heaven with Christ, uh, ruling ruling um, as a government as our new government. So the ones that died basically be, you know, before Jesus Christ came, like King David, Job, Moses, all these ones before Jesus Christ, they're going to be resurrected here on the earth with us, here on the earth, not not in the heavens. Jesus Christ was, was the barrier, you know, when he died and made this this rule sort of thing. Um, anyway, I'll just read on because I get so sidetracked. Um, I'll just read on because I, I don't know if I'm helping matters any, but 
if I can make you understand what's happening here and and what the plan is. Anyway, um, do all good people go to heaven? Shortly after Jesus was raised from the dead, the apostle Peter told the crowd of Jew, Jews, the family had David. Now you remember King David. He was he was he died. He was deceased and he was buried. And his tomb is among us today. So actually, even King David did not ascend into heaven. See, this is where many people believe that you know, as soon as you die, you go to heaven, or you go to hell, or you go to purgatory, or whatever. But here's a good scripture that we can look up, Janine. Acts chapter 2, verse 29, and verse 34. So this is talking about King David. And King David was before Jesus' time, obviously, okay? So I'm going to look that up too. Acts, verse 2. This is proving that David did not go to heaven. Okay? This is the point. So any that died before Jesus' time did not have the opportunity to be involved in this heavenly arrangement. Okay? Only when Jesus came did he make this arrangement go between God and his son Jesus. This is when the arrangement was made for this heavenly government for our sake. Okay? So David, just showing that King David was not um, going to be one that was resurrected to the heavenly the heavenly kingdom because Jesus had not done his part yet. See, Jesus had to die and sacrifice himself in order to prepare for this heavenly kingdom. So this is just showing that David was not among any of the ones that were going to be resurrected to heaven. David will be actually resurrected here on the earth. We will have the opportunity to meet David here on the earth. So cool. And in Acts 2... Okay, I'll read from my Bible that I'm reading from. Men, brothers, it is allowable to speak with freeness of speech to you concerning the family had David, that he both deceased and was buried, and was buried, and his tomb is among us this day. Therefore, because he was a prophet, and he knew that God had sworn to him with an oath that he would he would seat one from the fruitage of his loins upon his throne, he saw beforehand and he spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ that neither was he forsaken in Hades. And Hades is the tomb. Uh, Hades, remember we talked about that, is the grave. Hades is hell. So Hades is basically the tomb, okay? But down, in, just a little further down in uh, verse 34, it says in the Bible here, actually David 
did not ascend to the heavens. So if you can see that for yourself in your in your Bible in 34, it says that David back back up into 29. It says that the family had David. He had deceased, and he was buried, and he is in his tomb, and he is among us today. And then a little further on down in in verse 34, it says, actually, David did not ascend to the heavens. Some may think. That's my words, as some may think. But this just kind of helps to show that King David um, found favor, God found favor with King David. And King David was a good king. And yet, he will not go to heaven because the arrangement had not been made. The arrangement that had to be made was with Jesus coming here, sacrificing himself, for us and mm. making making the new quote covenant the new the new laws the new rules the the new system um with Jesus coming it's more it's a lot more than than what we realize because Jesus coming it, it it's not just that he sacrificed himself for our sins and and for healing us and in the future and what we got to look forward to but it's about the new government too. There's going to be mm-hmm. a new government set up in heaven, and this is what we're talking about tonight: is who go to heaven and why. And uh, there is a particular amount which we've talked about before. The Bible says there will be a 144,000 only. And that's not very many. That's very very small. But uh, with God and Jesus. Small is powerful. Uh, it's, it's pretty interesting um, to find out exactly what he's got set up, what kind of arrangement he's got organized. It's just so cool. Anyway. Um, well, you know, it's it's great because lots and lots of people are crying out for, for true justice, proper justice, you know, because it's not getting done through our government or through our court systems or anything like that. Yeah, you know, it's um, real righteousness is not being done. No, you're right, Janine. No, you're right. It, it's it's totally sad. It's it's mm. it's it's awful. This, this system is so wicked. You know, um, and the good men, the good men who want to do it, they are um, they are ma- they are. It, it's it's guaranteed that the people in power make sure that they are not there to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of thing. And we, and we we know through our studies, you know, that who's controlling the system, okay? Satan, mm-hmm. is, Satan is the god of this system. And that's it. And we, we have to reach out um, kind of on, on, on an angle. We've got to reach out, you know, far out and beyond the system and and it's it's not easy and and God says it will not be easy um it will be trial after trial after 
be tough. It's going to be hard. But with him, um, we we have to have full faith and keep plunging away. This is our test. This is our trial. Um, and and we we just see he like I said before in our last show, he wants true-hearted ones. You know, he does. He's not making robots. He doesn't want us to be robots. So we have to really, really want to search and 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 reach out to him and find out what the truth is, sort of thing. And we got to realize, and all the information's here, all the information's in the Bible, all the information's here, um, and we have each other. And God gives us each other. He gives us, um, you know, his, his son Jesus in prayer. He gives us so much information and so much tools to work with that, by sticking together, and, and this is the main way that, that we're even what we're doing here this evening, and I thank you so much for coming because, uh, like I said, you are, are a strength to me and an inspiration to me too because we need each other. Near the end days, like the Bible says, draw close to each other. Draw, mm. draw close and draw tight because you're going to need it. We need each other. We, we've got to draw close because... By ourselves, we're helpless. It's like a war, and we have a war. And it is a war. It is. It, that's. Uh, it's in the Bible. It's a war. Our our it, our fight is, you know, against the principalities of darkness. It's in the Bible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The wicked spirits, the wicked spirits, the forces that we can't see. Um, mm-hmm. We're so weak. We're just puny little. <laughs> little flesh, but thank God for the Bible and, and what we're doing tonight. It's just inspiring each other a little bit. And like I said, I know nothing, you know, and, and I just love to read and anything that you use. I hear your babies. Anything that you use. I'll just pull out. Cause I'll, I'll uh, be back. But I'll, uh, I'll be able to listen to you. Oh, well, I was enjoying talking, but that's okay. Well, what I'll do... Um, Chanel is, is I'll keep reading on, I guess, and, and my point of reading on is not so much for reading, it, it's for the point of pulling up the scriptures, okay? So, uh, we were talking about David, okay, David was a good person, King David, God loved, and when people get to know the Bible, they'll find out more about King David, that God loved very much, but since he was not a part of the arrangement. Jesus hadn't come yet. Jesus didn't make the arrangement. They will not go to heaven, those ones back there in, in those times. They were not in the arrangement of going to heaven. The uh, the arrangement was not made. Okay. So this is our point. Who will go to heaven? And, and you know, where are the rest going? Obviously, the rest will be here on the earth. But we'll we'll find we'll, you know we'll get more into that. Um, let's see. Okay. Um. So we were reading Acts twenty nine. Acts chapter two twenty nine, and thirty four. So we read that David did not go to heaven, and it said that in verse thirty four. Okay. People can read around that if they want to. So anyway, also, uh, Job. Now, I, I, you know, just for the sake of, of men and women that don't know about Job, um, 
What a wonderful book to read. Read about Job in the Bible. He loved God so much, and he was really put to the test by Satan. If you read the story about Job, Satan actually confronted God. He came up in front of God and said, Look, I see your man, you know, one that's, you know, wanting to be faithful to you down there on the earth. And he said, Let me test him. He said, Let me test him. And I'll bet you, you know, more or less in my words, that he will be, you know, he will not uh, follow through with these tests. He will be unfaithful because, you know, Satan basically said that the only reason that man wants to do good, you know, by you is because they're selfish. They'll only do uh, what is good because, you know, they only care about themselves. They really don't care about you. So he really put God to the test. And if you read of it, you know, it's really sad that uh, Satan, you know, was confronting God. And you read this in Job, that he really came to God and says, let, let me put Job to the test. And God says, okay, go ahead. Go ahead and test Job. He says, but you can't kill him. So Satan really tested Job right down to where Job lost his family. His family died. You know, he lost all his um, his um, herds of animals. He had lots of animals. He had a wonderful farm. And Job lost all these and even lost his children. His children died. And Job even ended up, uh, you know, with real serious sickness, you know, like boils all over his skin. And uh, he, he was really in bad shape. You know, Satan tested him right to the limit, right to the point where Job, you know, pretty much wanted to die. You know, he yeah. said he even asked God, please let me go and remember me. He said, please let me go and remember me kind of thing. And uh, But anyway, Job, be, he proved faithful right to the end. And um, it, it's quite a story. You, you have to read it. almost brings a big lump in my, my throat just thinking about it. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he was um, he proved so faithful to God over this testing that uh, he ended up having more children eventually. And he was blessed with more herds and farmland and everything else. So it's it's a long story. But uh, Job was a really, really faithful man to God. And um, God blessed him tremendously. And yet also, you know, when we're speaking about ones that who will go to heaven, Job will not be one that goes to heaven because he was not among the arrangement um, that, that Jesus arranged between God and Jesus, or God arranged basically. God arranged this arrangement uh, when he came to the earth and he died and sacrificed himself for us. So Job will actually be resurrected here on the earth with us. So, you know, we'll we'll actually get to meet him. <laughs> it's kind of cool. So anyway, what I'm going to do is look up, look up a scripture. No, go ahead, Janine. Uh, sorry, Sonia. Um, isn't there going to be like 
like a council in heaven and then there's going to be good men on earth that's like council the earth. Is, is, is that how it's sort of... Uh, is that how it's sort of going to happen or something? Okay, I'm trying to follow you, Janine, and, and trying to mm. learn here too, my friend and sister. And so what you're saying, yeah, there, there is going to be council in the heavens. Uh, there is going to be a government, um, mm. the government that God's setting up through Jesus and through these uh, righteous ones, which will be ones like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Paul, and ones after um, when Jesus set up this arrangement in God. See, when when Jesus died, okay, and was resurrected, where did he go? He went back to God to sit at the right-hand side with God, and they were to set up this kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is when this kingdom is, is going to be set up into place. When Jesus died and Jesus took his ransom back to his father and says, Here, Father, like, here I have done this. I have done your will. Now is the time, you know, we're going to set up this kingdom um, to save mankind because Jesus was the ransom. Mm -hmm. So now mankind is saved. So Jesus took it back to God and said, Okay, here we are. I've done, I've done your will, my father, and and now it's time to set up this kingdom. So but all mankind is saved. Yeah, well, of course. After after Jesus, you know, okay. yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. all mankind is saved. Right back to well, except Adam and Eve um, de- deliberately sinned against God deliberately in a perfect condition see they were in a perfect condition they deliberately knew exactly what they were doing this is the problem see here's where Jesus Jesus if he wanted to he was in a perfect condition because he was not born of sin he was born through God's Holy Spirit through Mary which you know which God protected you know him through her but he he was he was perfect because he was not born from a man. So Jesus could have sinned also, but he didn't. So he was the perfect sacrifice. He was the perfect um, ransom. Since Adam and Eve, in the beginning, were perfect and uh, lost life for us, only could a perfect life redeem that back for us? And God loved us so much that he knew that the only way of redeeming um, and, 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 and righteously giving back, um, keeping us, the only righteous way he could do that was to sacrifice his own son as being a perfect being, spirit being, whatever, that was the only way. No way could man, no way could we redeem ourselves. No way would could we get back this imperfection. No way could we get back 
this mistake, um, well, maybe not a mistake, but what Adam and Eve did. So he gave his son as a perfect sacrifice for us. And that just goes to show his love for his creation, for us. He could have destroyed us all in a heartbeat and said, oh, okay, yes. that's it, starting over. <laughs> but he didn't. So now he's going to establish a, a heavenly government. He's going to use um, us, you know, uh, beings from the earth. See, plans change. See, God can change to anything. You know, he's like us. You know, we can adjust. We can adapt. And so when Adam and Eve messed up, um, right off the hop, he had arrangements made. Okay, I'm going to send my son. My sen- son um, will sacrifice his life for these humans that I have created. And I am going to have this perfect earth with um, human beings on the earth. And there's no doubt about it. Uh, my purpose will not go without being fulfilled. It's going to happen. And he just makes all the arrangements. And he just does it all. And this is the way it's going to be. And so now now we see here on the earth that, um, you know, we have the opportunity to either choose his way or go with Satan's way since Adam and Eve screwed up. You know, um, now we have the choice. He's given us the options. He's shown us the way. Uh, Jesus is the way. And if we don't follow Jesus and don't do as Jesus says, then, then uh, we're following Satan's way. And so we've got basically a choice here. And um, anyway, the subject right at the moment is who who go to heaven and why. Um, the ones that go to heaven right at this time, uh, he has arranged a heavenly government. And this government, as uh, you will read in Revelations in the end of the Bible, it talks about there will be a new scroll, basically like a new Bible, like new things that God's going to do. There'll be new scrolls open and there'll be a new system, quote, new system of things that are going to happen. He will destroy this system and the new heavenly government. However it's going to work, I don't know, you know, to explain to you um, how this heavenly government is going to work, but I do know in Revelations that it says there will be new scrolls opened. Um, Basically, like... um, like a new education system. Like we have an education system here on the earth. We have the Bible. We have prayer. Mm. Um, you know, we have each other. And we're learning from each other. We have spirit. You know, we have an education system at this time um, that, that we don't totally understand how it's working and we don't totally understand in the future how it's going to work either because that's to come yet. But the Bible does say that there will be a heavenly government. So maybe I should get into looking at some more scriptures where I can show you what I've learned about this heavenly government, this 144,000, and that they will rule as kings and priests with Christ within this heavenly government. That's what they're doing in heaven because we have been taught and we've learned that, you know, we're going to go to heaven or we're going to go to hell. And, and you say to somebody, what are we going to do in heaven? And you say, I don't know, we're going to be with God. 
but that's all they know. We don't know nothing else. But um, anyway, instead of babbling on like I usually do, um, I'm going to find some scriptures here. Okay, uh, here we go. Um, John 3.13. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> Thanks, Janine. I don't know. I don't know whether my babbling on is, is a benefit or not. I uh, pray to God that it is. John 13. John 3, pardon me. John 3. And I'm just hoping that, that Jehovah's Spirit is guiding me because I really don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm just going with the flow and and I'm hoping, you know, that Jehovah's Spirit's uh, leading uh, whatever has to be done here to be done. Eh? So John 3, uh, verse 13. Okay, so in John, let's, let's, let's think of this for a second here. John was a disciple of Jesus. Okay. I believe this is uh, talking about John the baptizer. Uh, John who baptized Jesus was a good man. Okay, we all know that. John the baptizer, he was such a humble man. And Jesus said, a man that is a lesser one, in the kingdom of the heavens is greater than John is, John the baptizer. This is because John the baptizer will not go to heaven. um, Jesus, while he was here on earth 4,000 years ago, he said, no man has ascended into heaven, but he that has descended from heaven, the Son of God. So, John, chapter 3, verse 3. I'm going to read that from the Bible now, because I was just reading that from the the information that I, I study. In answer, Jesus said to him, Most truly I say to you, unless... Oh, no, I'm reading the wrong one. Unless anyone be born again, that's what I'm reading. That's a cool scripture too, though. Hello, ladies. Where am I? I can get sidetracked so easy. John three thirteen. Moreover, no man has ascended into heaven. But he that has descended from heaven, the Son of Man. So do you understand that? Like this this is really important. This is really important. This is almost the most important. I I think this is the most important about Jesus and understanding Jesus. Okay. Now Jesus was created by God in heaven in the beginning, okay? And together they created all things together. Nothing was done. Nothing was created without Jesus. Everything was done with Jesus. There was God 
and God created his son. Everything together. See, Jesus, Jesus was basically, Jesus was made by God. Everything else was done with God and Jesus. Everything was done together. See, that's how close and how tight they are. And that's why God sent Jesus to the earth. He knew, he must have known, that there was no way that Jesus would fail. Jesus came here, okay, Adam and Eve messed up, and uh, God had to allow things to go on, you know, to the point where, you know, who, who's got the right to sovereign? Who, who's, who's, who's got the right here? Satan, the devil, you know, he, he tested Adam and Eve and, you know, lured them into believing that they, they could rule themselves. And so God had to allow this world to go on the way that it is. So not even humans, but but the angels and, and every every other creation that God had made would realize that, you no, know, we, we do need God. We cannot do this ourselves. So he had to he had to allow this this to go to this point where man is going to actually destroy himself. We we can't do it without him. And unfortunately, Satan. Unfortunately, Satan has uh, you know got a big part of the world believing. That uh, no, we don't need God. Uh, there is no God. No. Bad part of it. But God's got that all in control, you know. Like He's a just God. He's very fair. He's given everybody the opportunity that He, you know, that. That he can. Everybody's got the opportunity, and uh, many are going to fall out. I guess. I guess uh, I feel downhearted because I don't totally comprehend or understand why people cannot see. But I, like I said before, many, many times, uh, we're very, very fortunate that we have the opportunity to see, and we should take advantage of it. Really, really, uh, really work hard at uh, understanding and, and taking advantage of it because we're very Not everybody has got this opportunity that we do. So, um, blessing, blessing yourself that we are where we are. And I say that I think almost every talk show. Hi, Bug. <laughs> Bug size. I just uh, just looked at the chat board. Thanks for dropping in. We're just talking about who to go, who go. Who goes to heaven and why? Um, anyway, the last scripture that we were reading, and Janine, you put it up for me. Thank you, sweetheart. No man has ascended into heaven, but he that descended from heaven, the Son of Man. See, it only takes one scripture for me to get rambling, but like I said, Jesus was created before God, or Jesus was created before anything else. So, this scripture, let me just look at this just a little bit deeper. 
Okay. No man has ascended into heaven, but he that descended from heaven. So here's where the Trinity comes in. Here's where Jesus Christ being born through a Virgin Mary. Um, you know, Jesus was there beforehand. And God materialized him into the womb of Mary and, and brought him to us. Love. Talk about love. So, no man has ascended into heaven, but he that has descended from heaven. Jesus was already there in heaven before God changed him into a seed to be born and come to the earth to save us, to help us. That's so cool, isn't it? Do you follow me, friends? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what the scriptures <laughs> Not what I'm saying. You understand what the scripture is saying? No man has ascended into heaven, but he that has descended from heaven. So at that time, now this is in Matthew. No, I'm sorry, pardon me, John 3 and 13. This is in John. So this was when Jesus was here on the earth, okay, So when he was saying, no man has ascended into heaven, okay? So obviously, no man before him, not Moses, not King David, not Job, not King Solomon, all these precious people, all these precious men and women, before Jesus' time, did not go to heaven. They are still in their tombs, sleeping, resting, awaiting for the day that Jesus is going to resurrect them. And we will meet these men and women here on the earth. There will be a resurrection, a great resurrection here on the earth. So, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, no man has ascended into heaven except me, I, Jesus said. I'm the one that came from heaven. No man has been there. No man. He's the one that opened up the opportunity for us to go to heaven. Not us, but certain particular people. Certain particular men and women. But he's the one that opened up that pathway. They will be resurrected to become of the earthly subjects of God's kingdom. Okay, here's a, here's a couple of nice scriptures instead of me rambling on. Psalms 72, verse 7. Psalms. Yeah, if I can find it. Or if somebody else wants to read from another Bible, you know, uh, we can read from King James or whatever. 
Psalms, 72, chapter 72, verse 7, says, In his days the righteous one will sprout, and the abundance of peace until the moon is no more. And he will have subjects from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Before him the inhabitants of the waterless regions will bow down, and his very enemies will lick the dust itself. I love Psalms. You ever want to read something upbuilding, read Proverbs and Psalms. I could just go on and on about um, in Psalms. This here in Psalms is talking about the peaceful rule, um, the earth-wide prosperity in Psalm 72. So check that out for yourselves there. You know, it says there will be, come to be plenty of grain on the earth. And on top of the mountain, there will be an overflow. You know? We will not go hungry. Definitely. Anyway, back to my subject here. Um, the righteous ones will sprout. Okay, that was my point. In his days, the righteous ones will sprout in the abundance of peace until the moon is no more. Um, Here's a nice one. I love this one. The resurrection being a guarantee. The resurrection is a guarantee. Now, if we can't trust God, who are we going to trust? Okay? And if God guarantees something, and if the Bible says that God cannot lie, like I said, in 1 Titus 1 and 2, 1 Titus chapter 1 and 2, Verse 2, um, it says, God cannot lie. And I love this scripture here. It's in Acts 17. Acts chapter 17. Verse 31. Thanks, Janine. Love you. Thank you, Janine, for putting those up on. Um, all right, I'll read that. Chapter 17, verse 31. It says, Because he has set a day in which he proposes to judge the inhabited earth in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and he has furnished a guarantee to all men that he has resurrected him from the dead. Wow, that is powerful. I'm going to read that again. That is such a wonderful, powerful scripture. Okay, I'm going to read that again, and I, and I might break it down here. Um, 
because he has set a day in which he proposed to judge the the inhabited earth in righteousness, okay? He's going to judge the whole entire earth in righteousness, okay? We're all going to get an opportunity, you know, unless we're really, 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 really wicked and deny God and just, you know, you know, we're the wicked, you know, false religion, whatever government sort of, this, you know, certain things are going to be destroyed in the system just like uh, Noah's time, okay? But you and I, you know, um, you know, we have the opportunity. We don't know, you know, you know if he's going to find favor in us or not, but all we can do is keep trying. But he is going to judge the righteous you know, the ones that are working into the right, just like us, okay? By a man, okay, I'm reading the scripture here, by a man whom he has appointed, which obviously is the son, Jesus. And he has furnished a guarantee to all men. Now, if God has furnished a guarantee to all men, who are we to say that, oh yeah, right, sure. <laughs> if God promises, who are we to say? We'd be a fool. We'd be a fool. And I shouldn't even use that term. You know, it's not right to use that term. That term. But uh, we would be a fool to judge God and to, to doubt God when, when the Bible says, God cannot lie. And God has furnished a guarantee to all men. And here's here's the point that he's furnished this guarantee, that he has resurrected him from the dead. And we know who that is. That he has resurrected Jesus Christ, son, from the dead. He's furnished this guarantee that he has done this. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of lost in thought to myself. You know, when you think about it, God cannot lie and he guarantees that he's resurrected his son from the dead. And so, since he's resurrected Jesus from the dead, then Jesus is going to be our king of this uh, heavenly government. He wants to go to heaven. And all these promises, um, you know, we can we can be reassured of we shouldn't have any doubt. Anyway, I'm going to find it in the scripture here. For some reason. 
know, I actually, my in my studies, and I've been studying this one hard all week, and I missed a whole page. I can't believe I did that. But anyway, come to me now. Please bear with me. looking for specific things as we go. If we go on during, um, like I said, this is about the 144,000 that are going into heaven that are going to rule as a heavenly government. Okay, I'm going to jump ahead here. Um, the Bible says here in uh, Luke twelve thirty two, it talks about a little flock, like a small amount of people. And it says um, in Luke twelve thirty two, have no fear, little flock, because your Father has proved of giving you the kingdom. This this small kingdom of of men and women are to rule over the earth. Um, There will be new scrolls that will be opened. And it will be like new Bible or new rules or whatever, new regulations, new new things for us to learn from God. You know, we're going to be living here on the earth, you know, the way it's meant to be. And uh, it's going to be so wonderful. And however he's going to do it. We can trust that it's going to be wonderful. We can trust that it's going to be so organized because God is organized. You know, when you look around at the earth, um, you know, when you look at our human body, you know, just our human body, how organized our human body is. Even though it's got sin right now, sickness and death, and it's going to die and stuff. You know, you look at our human body, it is meant to live forever. So when you look around the earth and you look around at his creation, it is totally organized. You know, so with it, with this group that he's going to have this little flock uh, set up in the, in, in the heavens, it's going to be the, a group from heaven. I saw somebody pop in. I guess five. Yeah, you're right, Janine. Got us organized. So he's going to have this this um, this group that is going to heaven. This is what has changed. See, his purpose has not changed. His purpose is to fill the earth. With with human subjects, and 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 as pleasure for him. This is what he chooses to do. He chose to create us, and he chose, um, you know, to to have us. He loves us. We're his creation. It's a joy. He enjoyed to do, and he did it. And here we are. And um, you know, um, a lot of things we don't understand. What the heck's going on here sometimes? But um, anyway, he's going to set up this new kingdom, this new government in the, in the heavens. And the reason that he's going to set it up with human beings from the earth is because these men and women from the earth, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, um, they are going to be men and women 
that know exactly what we're going through. They know what trials we've been through. They know what problems we've been through. So he's going to set up, you know, and doesn't it make sense that only our God would do that? He's going to make a government that totally understands us, that totally can help us um, continue on in, into the, this world and this system of things and to, you know, to learn uh, about, okay, how do we get over this stuff? How, how do we deal with these problems? And uh, he's, he's setting up a kingdom of righteousness. And he's going to use the men and women from the earth to, to, to rule as kings and priests over the earth and to, to bring this system to the point of perfection, which we will get there because he's, he's, got, he's got the system planned. He's got it all set up for those who want to be a part of it. For those who do not want to be a part of it, you know, obviously will not be a part of it. But the Bible talks about there, you know, they there there will be a uh, hundred and forty-four thousand. That's a very small amount. Uh, let me see if I could find a scripture here for you that talks about the exact amount of of men and women that are going to be in this in this heavenly government quote. Like I say, I I start to get reading and then I get rambling and I don't know whether that's good or not. I hope it is, but I don't know. Um, Here we are. The Bible shows that the little flock, quote, little flock, all right, Revelations, 14, Revelation chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Hey, Matthew, my brother, thanks for dropping in. I I don't know how long you've been here. We're talking about the um, the heavenly government, okay? What kind of system God's got set up or going to set up or has set up. Thanks, Janine. Revelations 14, 1 to 3 talks about the, uh, the heavenly... We're talking about the heavenly government, you know, because everybody thinks we're going to heaven or we're going to hell. Uh, they don't know what's happening here on the earth, but we're talking about the heavenly government, okay? What's going to happen? Now, who's going to heaven and why? Um... Revelations 14, 1-3. Uh, great, Matthew. Thanks for dropping in, sweetheart. Okay, I'm going to read uh, Revelations chapter 14, 1-3 and see if this helps anyone you know, understand here. This is, this is deep. Revelations is deep. So this is something that you got to study yourself also. You know, I, I'm just giving little bits and pieces here. Okay, and it says, And I saw and looked the Lamb, which is Jesus, standing upon Mount Zion, 
with him 144,000 having his name and the name of his father written upon their foreheads. And I heard a sound out of heaven as the sound of many waters and as the sound of loud thunder and as the sound that that I heard was of singers who accompanied themselves on a harp, playing on their harps. And they are singing as if a new song before a throne and before four living creatures and the elders. And no one was able to master that song but the 144,000. And here's the clinch, friends. No one was able to master that song but the 144,000 who have been bought from the earth. The 144,000 have been bought from the earth. Okay. And the more we um, study here a little bit, and the more we go on, we'll see that the 144,000, I'll show you other scriptures. That says the 144,000 will rule as kings and priests with Christ over the earth. And they will rule as a government with Christ. They will be our government. This is so cool. Because these are the ones that are brought from the earth. The 144,000 that go to heaven uh, are ones that will understand us. They, you know, even the angels, the angels can't really totally understand. And the scriptures in the Bible about that, the angels haven't been here. They, they, they haven't went through what we went through. They have not had the trials that we've had. They have not had the experiences. It doesn't matter what type of being you are. You know, only God and Jesus, even Jesus, when he came to the earth. The Bible says that Jesus was 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 taught. Jesus learned through discipline. Jesus learned through his trials. Even Jesus learned. And we can all continue to learn. So the angels don't really know what we went through. So this is why God is using 144,000 from the earth to establish this government in heaven. And uh, that can help us get to know God, get to learn about God. We're, we're going to be here on the earth, and however God's going to do it, uh, we're going to learn, and we're going to have this 144,000, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the apostles, and many others that... Uh, throughout, uh, you know, this this time um, are going to go to heaven and set up this heavenly government and going to help us to uh, get to know what uh, life is really supposed to be like. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. Um, okay, let me continue on. 
anybody's got any questions or I'm just if I'm just rambling on and not making any sense, please jump in. Um, okay, what I want to do is prove to you that the Bible says that the hundred there's going to be 144,000 that's going to rule as kings and priests. Okay? Hi, Leo. Leo's in and out. Okay. Um, I'm just, uh, sorry, friends, I'm jumping ahead as usual. I'm not reading the way that I had planned on, you know, if I stuck with my my reading material, I I think I would do much better. But I don't want to bore you, so I don't know, you know, whether I'm, I I just got to work on speaking and doing these talk shows because, Hey, um, Janine, have we got the scripture up there? And I don't think we do. Um, Second Timothy two and twelve. Okay, I'm hopping all around here, but Second Timothy chapter two, verse twelve. talks about, uh, this is uh, actually Timothy, talking about, um, and they know, they know they're going to heaven. You know, these disciples knew they were going to heaven. They, they knew they were going to be with Christ. Yeah. Second Timothy 2 and 12. They knew what the role was, you know. But Jesus told them. He promised them. And he told them, this is the goal. This is the plan. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. Now read that. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up to eleven uh, to verse eleven. I'm gonna back up to faithful is the saying. Certainly, if we die together, we shall also live together. And in verse twelve, it says, "If we go on enduring, we shall also rule together as kings." And then it goes on to say, if we deny, he also will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. But the point um, of the scripture here that I wanted to get across was, if we go on, Timothy was saying, if we go on enduring together, we shall also rule together as kings. Okay? Um, there's other scriptures in the Bible that says that the 
144,000 will rule as kings and priests over the earth. And that's in Revelation somewhere. Let me see if I can find that. Hey, hi, Bug Size. Thank you, Ginny. Yeah, I, that's in Revelation somewhere. Um, just not sure where it is at the moment. We will rule as kings and priests over the earth. Um, and that's that's it's one I should know, you know. Who go to heaven and why? Is what the subject is, friends. Gotta find that. I'm, I'm looking forward here real quickly. Uh, why chosen from the earth, congregation of God? Like I said, you know, I I really was working hard on this study this week, and I Revelation five ten, Sonia. Excuse ah, me. you're no. Thank you. Oh, Janine, thank you, sweetheart. Oh, that's super. I'm gonna look it up. Getting dark. I'm just kind of working on my light, my lighting here. Okay, um, I'm just I'm backing up. I like to back up a scripture too, and they sing a new song saying, "You are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals because you because you were slaughtered, and with your blood you bought persons for God out of every ta- tribe and every tongue and every nation, and you made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God." And they are to rule as kings over the earth. Thank you, Janine. That's a wonderful scripture. Yeah, that, mm. that that's a wonderful scripture. You know, to to not only prove that, you know, yeah, sure, some are going to heaven, but others are going to be here on the earth also, because a lot of you know men and women religions or whatever teach that they don't even teach it that anything is going to happen here on the earth. It's starting to come out more. It's starting to come out. When you say, well, what's going to happen on the earth? Well, we don't know. We're just going to go to heaven. We're going to go to hell. The good's going up and the bad's going down. But these scriptures help prove that, you know, God's got a plan. You know, he's got a government. He's setting up a government in heaven. He's got a government, you know, organization. And um, that there were, you know, the earth is going to stand to time indefinite. There's many, many scriptures that 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 talk about that. The His purpose will be fulfilled. Um, you know, there's there's no no way that anybody is going to stop God from His purpose being fulfilled. If things have got to be turned around and changed and and worked out and organized and whatever. Uh, in his righteous manner, in his righteous way, whatever way uh, he has to do it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. This earth is going to be here forever to time indefinite. The the Bible says that all over the place. Right? The earth will stand to time indefinite forever. 
and uh, we just have to make up our mind whether we want to be a part of it, whether we want to know about it, and um, yeah, that's basically all it is, you know, and you know, these little things like learning about uh, his heavenly government, thanks Janine, these little things about learning about the 144,000, who's going to heaven and why, and who's going to be here on the earth, and you know, is there a hell? Um... All, all these little things are, are things that we we have we need to learn. But it, you know, now is our time to start learning. Now He's given us the opportunity because this is why He gave us the Bible to study, to read, to learn. And this is our opportunity. He's He, you know, like you know, everybody, you know, there's a lot of men and women that knock the Bible and and say, oh yeah, it's bullshit, it's crap, it's it's unreliable, it's it's contradictory. Uh, yeah, really, sit down and read it and study it. Um, the Bible's the only book in history that gives you the information of of uh, what's been going on in, in life, you know, when you check out with scientists and you check man's history and stuff like that. The Bible is actually the only book that gives you the real truth of what, what the heck's been going on. And it actually tells you about what's been going, what's what's going to be happening in the future. So we're actually, the Bible is the only book that we can really trust. You know, we we don't know it or totally understand it, and we've got to, you know, we we've got to research it and and uh, make sure it's so ourselves. But uh, there's nothing else in the in this this world that we can really believe in and trust in. So um, anyway, the Bible says that God's going to set up a heavenly government. Uh, with people from the earth, and it does talk about a specific amount of people, 144,000. That you know that that's a, a real small amount, but you know, um, God can do anything with with one man, like He did with Jesus Christ. Look how Jesus Christ just Himself um, has set a pattern for the the earth for mankind. Over, um, you know, 20, 15 years ago, Jesus Christ still talked about, you know, he's he's still being taught. He's, you know, he's, his, his, just him, just that one man, the power that he has had uh, for the, you know, for every human being on this earth, uh, the life-saving power that uh, Jesus Christ, just one man, has been able to do to this earth. So, you know, when you think about 144,000, that uh, God's going to have, um, you know, as a government, is is a lot, is really a lot. Because he really doesn't need that. He doesn't need to have 144,000 people or men and women in the heavens setting up a government. You know, he, he could do it another way. But this is just the way that he... Uh, he feels is the most loving way is to have 144,000 men and women from the earth that have experienced what we went through and that can help us get through where we've got to go to learn about God's new system and what he's going to do here for us here on the earth and how we can become a part of it and the best way to become a part of it, and and we can learn from these 
144,000, however he's going to do it. Um, What a wonderful way of doing it is just choosing people that are from, you know, amongst us. You know what I mean? You know, who who could uh, who could understand us any better. It's like Jesus coming and living here on the earth and going through what we went through and you know, him him actually being here and being a part of it. Like God is so heartfelt that um you know, he uses us he uses the men and women that are here to to do everything that um, needs to be a part of his purpose. Like, why would he get the angels to come down and teach us or tell us anything? He just uses us to teach each other. You know, it's uh, mind-boggling. Hi, Jean Marie have trouble getting in? I never got a link out to you, honey. Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try and find a, a few more scriptures we were talking about. Uh, Jean Marie, the 144,000. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about the 144,000 that the Bible says that are going to rule as kings and priests, are going to be our heavenly government. Okay? Because uh, a lot of religions teach that, you know, everybody's either going to go to heaven or they're going to go to hell. Or maybe maybe they're going to be in purgatory. Or, like, you know, whatever. But um, I was just kind of rhyming off some scriptures that were showing that... Um, God is going to have a heavenly government set up that's going to rule over the earth as kings and priests as our as our government sort of thing. Um I just we, we just got done reading the scripture in 2 Timothy. Thanks Janine for putting that up. Um there's a couple of other scriptures here, I think. Like I said, I didn't get to all the scriptures that I would have liked to have. Um, I'm sorry. But in in Revelations, since we're already in Revelations, okay, we've read Revelations 5 and 9, 10. And if we can just kind of slip over to Revelations 20, and verse 6, here's the house to say, okay. Revelations 20. And verse 6. I'll read that. This is happy and holy. Is anyone having part in the first resurrection? Over these, the second death has no authority. 
but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will rule as kings with him for a thousand years. I'm going to read that again. Okay, there's, well, before I read that, there's different resurrections. There's going to be several resurrections, okay? This resurrection of the ones that go to heaven, okay? Um, the ones that are establishing the, the government rule with Christ, that's like when they die, like Jesus well, Jesus Christ was three days. But these ones here, when they die, they will instantly be changed and will go to heaven instantly, okay? That's, that's one type of re- resurrection. And there will be other types of resurrections like here on the earth. Our loved ones, you know, our our mother, father, brothers and sisters and so on. This will be a different type of resurrection. They will be resurrected here on the earth. Okay, so the the Bible talks about different types of resurrections. Okay, so anyway, I'm going to read this again. Just so you understand that there are different types of resurrections, okay? It's as happy and holy as anyone having part in the first resurrection. Okay? This is the first resurrection, the ones that go to heaven. That's the first, okay? Because God's setting up um, the government. Okay? He's setting up the government. So that's the first resurrection. Okay? That's got to be first. Over these, the second death has no authority. They will not die. They have proven themselves completely, totally. So in the Bible here it says, over these, the second death has no authority. They will not die. They they have proved themselves completely, totally. Okay. But they will be priests of God and of Christ. They will be priests of God and Christ. Wow, how powerful. Okay. And they will rule as kings with him for a thousand years. So there's going to be a judgment period for this thousand years. That's another subject basically in itself. Okay, They will rule as kings and priests with him for a thousand years. So these ones will be resurrected from the earth, go to heaven, um, the 144,000, and they will, they will be kings and priests with God, with Jesus, and we will, they will rule over the earth and, you know, uh, um, take care of the earth, take care of us and help us to to learn what we we need to do to be a part of the system um, and, uh, you know, how to take care of ourselves, how to take care of the resurrected ones that will be resurrected, you know, our, our brothers and sisters, our mothers and our fathers and our grand whatever. You know, whoever God decides that will be resurrected and whoever God decides that has the opportunity to, to live here on this earth, um, this is what this is what it's all about. God's got it all arranged. It's all organized. He's organized. We just don't know it. And then this is why we have the Bible to uh to help us to understand it that he's got a plan. And and he's telling us about it. He's letting us know. You know, like, he's not the type of God that just doesn't care about us and just doesn't want us to know and just throws things at us sort of thing. Uh, he, he wants us to know what his plan is. And 
He wants to be a part of it, and and, um, he wants us to be saved from this wicked system that Satan's running here. Um, I'm just reading the chat board here. Why would God make such a beautiful earth? Jean Marie's saying, why would God make such a beautiful earth but not intend us to stay here? Yeah, right. Yeah, like God, you know, this earth is so beautiful, like it doesn't make sense. Thank you, Jeannie Marie. It doesn't make sense that God would make such a beautiful earth and then just have it here for a few thousand years and let it be destroyed by man. That, you know, we we don't totally understand, you know, everything that's going on and why things have ended up the way that they are and stuff, but the Bible teaches it all. The Bible gives us all the answers. Everything is there. All that we need to know. Maybe not all we want to know, quote, but everything that we need to know, you know, like what happened in the beginning, what, what went wrong, what freaked up, you know, um, and uh, where, where is it going from here? It's all here in the Bible. All that we need to know is here in the Bible. He's going to set up this heavenly government, 144,000, you know, why he chooses these numbers, I don't know. That's what the Bible says, we got to believe it. Right, so he's going to set up a heavenly government. Not all are going to heaven, and this is what false religion is has taught us. You're going to heaven, you're going to hell, um, and whatever they teach about the earth. But no, we're going to we're going to live here on the earth. Uh, back in some of our our first shows, you know, we talked about what's going to happen on the earth, and in Psalms and in Isaiah, Isaiah 65 is a is a wonderful chapter to read, Isaiah 65, about the new heavens, new earth. What we're going to do here on the earth, we're going to be at peace with the animals. We're going to be at peace with each other. God's going to destroy all the wicked. If we don't want to be a part of it, we're out of here. The time is coming because God has to cut the days short because man is going to destroy himself. Man is going to destroy all flesh if God doesn't step in, and we know it. We're at that stage where we know it. So, um, anyway, I'm going to try to get back to the 144,000 here, um, the heavenly government, okay? Because that was supposed to be the my subject. Who who go to heaven and why? I don't know if I've got um, a lot more. I wish somebody else was. Uh, Janine, uh, you're on the phone, sweetheart, but um, nobody else is on DV chat, eh? I have to, um, I really like to run to the washroom for a second. Can you guys do some chatting? Between everything. I'm the only one that's on. Um, Cheyenne was. Was on before. Yeah, well, Cheyenne's having some. I love Whisper. Thanks for dropping in, sweetheart. We're just talking about uh, who's going to heaven and why, and what are they going to be doing there. Um. Yeah, no, I, I really have to run to the ladies. Um, Jeannie Marie, well, Janine and Jeannie Marie, two my favorite sisters. <laughs> you know, Jeannie Marie's <laughs> my daughter, eh? Um. Yeah, and Janine Marie is my name. 
to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeannie Marie. And, and Marie's, and you're Jeannie Marie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Um, In the woods. I'm like. Wild. There you go. That's my middle name, Jeannie Marie. Oh, wow. Oh, my heart just flutters. Mm. Oh. It tells me something. No. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, oh, we did mention it. We did mention it before, though. You did, you did, Janine. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I get so excited with these shows, and my mind just doesn't work right. And, and, uh, but you, uh, yeah, I remember you saying, you telling us that. Yeah. Oh, that's so thrilling. Anyway, I'm just gonna. Um, what I'm gonna do, if that's okay with you, because I have to go. Um, leave just for a minute. And do you have anything that you would like us to read while yeah. you are gone? Yeah, I've got a couple of scriptures here that, that talk about um, um, who's going to heaven and, and, you know, why they are chosen from the earth. And so here's a couple of scriptures. If you want to look them up, like I said, I never, I didn't get the opportunity or take the time not blaming anybody but myself. Um, here, Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 1. Verses 9 to 12. And also, if you don't mind, in Revelations chapter 12. Verses 10 and 11. And then also in Revelations chapter 20, verse 4, these these scriptures talk about uh, Satan and his false charges against God. And it also talks about... Um, that the um, how wonderful it will be to have a government people that are faithful to God um, in behalf of God's kingdom. So that these couple of scriptures should give us some ideas on on a little bit about God's king, His government. These these are just more points that we can we that we can keep in mind about you know the ones that are going to heaven and what they're going to be doing, what the role is. Okay, they're just not going to heaven to be angels and floating around and stuff. There's a purpose. There's there's a goal for them being there. And these are a couple of scriptures, and I'm not sure what they say because I haven't had the you know I haven't taken the time to look them up. But um, if you want to look them up, or um, uh, Janine, if you've got a chance to read them, or if anybody can look them up, if not, I'll, I'll, I'll look them up when I come back, okay? I'll, I'll be right back in a couple of minutes, okay? Thanks.
My typing is not working. Sorry everyone, I got thrown out. Back. Okay, revelation. Um, I've lost the chat, so can somebody type in um, what those scriptures were from revelations, please? Hi, Janine. Hi, friends. Thank you. Um, Revelations. I'm at Matthew, Revelations 20. Where are we? Sorry, everyone. I got thrown out. Oh, we got thrown out, Janine? Yeah, I finally just came back in. Oh, um, I heard a loud I voice th- in heaven. Now they've come to pass salvation in the power of God. Sorry, Janine. Go ahead, sweetie. I was just reading um, something about the rest didn't come to life until after the thousand years had passed. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't understand that, I must say. I, I, I want to research that more. I don't understand that. Um, now, see, 
I believe there will, like, just say, for example, let's, let's just look at it this way. Okay, just say God decided, okay, tomorrow is going to be the end of this system, just like in Noah's time when he brought on the flood. Okay, that's enough of this wicked system. Okay, he is going to bring an end to this wicked system. He says to the false religion and to the worldly governments and to this wicked system, he is going to bring an end before we destroy all flesh. There is scriptures in the Bible, and we've talked about this. I think almost every talk I mention the scripture, Matthew uh, 24, 22, I think it is. Matthew chapter 24, verse 22, I think it is. It says that if God does not cut the days short, man will surely destroy all flesh. Now, we could look that scripture up. You think I would know that by now. That's one of my favorites. And I, and I think that's Matthew 24, verse 22. So God is going to bring an end to the system because he's not going to allow a man to destroy the world. The world is so beautiful, and he is made for a reason, for a purpose. And he has created us for a reason and for a purpose. He's created us just for his liking, just because he wanted to, just because he can, and just because he did and he will. You know, he did it. Here we are. And we can believe it or not believe it, but here we are. You know, so um, he is not going to allow man to destroy his purpose. He's not going to allow Satan the devil, this angel that he created, and this angel, he allowed him to have free will also. And this angel decided to go bad. So this is the way this is the way the game's going. Satan decided to go bad. And and he lured man, Adam and Eve, into going bad. And this is the way it's went. And here we are. So, you know, who are we to say that, oh, well, this is not true. We've got no other story. We've got no other reason to, to believe anything else. How do we know? What do we know? But the Bible, the Bible says plainly, this is what God's going to do. Um, this is the way things are going. And, and you know, we've got to believe it or we don't, one or the other. So... You know, we're like I said, we're very fortunate to to have this knowledge ourselves. You know, because not all are going to believe. Not all all are going to believe that God is there. God has done this. God has created the Bible for us to learn from. And you know, um, we're very, we're very fortunate to, to to be where where we're at. So, anyway, so say God, say God came. Tomorrow morning, he decides, okay, that's that's the end of this. You know, it's over. Here's God's war, and he comes. And he's going to come with a vengeance. You know, he is going to destroy the wicked. Uh, Revelations talks a lot about the end of this system. Uh, a lot about how it's going to happen. You know, that um, men and women will be dropping beside us. You know, it's it's going to be... It's going to be very scary in some ways, but in other ways it's going to be very exciting because when God comes, we're going to know it. And we can be thankful and happy that we're going to, it's going to be an end to this system. 
what a what a relief it's going to be to finally be rid of this friggin' system, you know, and, and all this wickedness. And Satan is going to be bound up for those thousand years that the Bible talks about. And like we were talking, like you mentioned in the, in the scripture here, for this thousand years, um, he is going to have this government set up. And during, during this thousand years, we are going to live here on the earth and we were going to learn God's, God's rules. That's what it's basically going to be all about. We're going to learn about God. Because okay? we don't know right now. We know what's in the Bible. We know how to live now. You know, we know what we need to do now. How to love one another. How to stay strong. How to fight Satan right now. You know, he's teaching us these things through the Bible, how to do it right now, how how we've got to fight it right now. But it, when the new system comes, uh, when God's war comes and destroys, there is going to be, like it, like it says in the Bible, new system, quote, um, there will be new scrolls, new rules, new regulations. There will be a, a, a new new uh, new life. It's going to be a new life. And, you know, we're, we're actually very privileged to be able to go through this time because we're, we're going to be in, 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 um, in the position where we're going to be welcoming back ones that God is going to resurrect through Jesus, One, you know, like uh, King David and Job and the ones that we had sp- have spoken about. Uh, we're going to be in the position to welcome these ones back. Our mothers, our fathers, our brothers, our sisters, whoever, whoever God sees fit to bring back, he will bring back, and we are going to be able to tell them and teach them, hey, this is what's happening. This is a new system. Not only do we have a new Bible, a new scrolls, and a new way of life, but we've got, uh, you know, this new future to look forward to that God is not going to allow man to destroy the earth, that we, we are, you know, we've got this future to look forward to. And uh, this is the position that we're in right now. We're, we're in a very, very interesting, very, very... Uh... Go ahead, Janine. Um, no, we were talking about, you know, how it said that, um, uh, you know, certain people are going to be put to sleep for a thousand years put to sleep for a thousand years? You know, they um, the, um, they wouldn't wake until after the thousand years had passed. Yeah. You, you know, and we're, we're talking about that. And I was just making a cup of tea and all of a sudden it was like, well, you know, well, the devil is going to be bound. Satan is going to be bound for a thousand years also. So are these the people that, worship Satan, are they the ones that are going to be put to sleep for a thousand years while, while, you know, and it says in the Bible that it takes us a thousand years to get to God, you know, to know God, is that right? Well, to the best of my understanding, it's going to take us a thousand years to reach perfection. Okay, so then we are on the earth for a thousand years learning from God, learning from the elders, learning from everything like that. And then it says after that thousand years, 
Satan will be let loose on earth for a short time. Isn't that what it says in Revelation? Yes, it does. Well, then we learn, then it must be a, our, our testing period of being getting really one with God, and then and then um, I, I see it that you know all these all these people that follow Satan and Satan is going after a thousand years. He's going to come back with all his stuff, and um, you know um, he's probably going to get obliterated because he's had his turn here on Earth. He's had his time, you know. He's, you know, God gave him this, so he's, he's, he's had his go. Now it's like God's coming in and going, well, you've had your go. Now, now it's my turn. Now it's my turn to see if I can't, if I can show the people how much I love them. Yeah, yeah, I gave them Jesus Christ and everything like that. But you've also had your go. Now, now it's my turn. Mhm. And and then I'm going to let you loose after a thousand years and see what you know, see 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 you you see the difference. Yeah. Um, to the best of my understanding, during during this thousand year reign, you know, where Christ is going to rule as our King, and as this heavenly government will rule over the earth for this thousand years, in the new new system. Um, during this time, um, there will be ones, like I said, that, that will be resurrected, like uh, our loved ones. There will be children, babies, um, many that have not had the opportunity like you and I have now. They have not had the opportunity to get to know God. So God is a righteous God, so he's going to give them all the opportunity like it says in uh, in John, I can't remember exactly where it is, Janine, but it says all those in the memorial tomb will hear his voice and come out. So there will be a resurrection to the ones that God and, and Jehovah feel that it's suitable. They, they, they will be resurrected and they will live during that thousand year reign and have the opportunity to get to know God. See, then, since since they'll be living in the new system and this is the reason why Satan's going to be let loose again one more time these men and women have not had the opportunity to get to know God but they're going to be given the opportunity to get to know God during the thousand year reign and then so once they reach perfection like we all will during that thousand year reign just like Adam and Eve just like Jesus Christ, they'll be at the point of perfection. They will be given the opportunity to be tested to the full, just like Adam and Eve, uh, just like we will in, in a per- perfect state. And there will be no more doubt, no more confusion of who should reign, God or Satan. Satan will be let loose one more time for a short period of time, the Bible says, after this thousand-year reign where everybody will reach perfection, they will have the opportunity to say, yes, I want to, you know, God's looking for a pure heart and a, and a, and a real heart. He's, he's not, made, like I said before, he's not making robots. Okay, We will have the opportunity to get to know God and decide whether we want to serve him or not. And God, is in his loving way, is looking for to fill this earth with men and women that love him 
and love righteousness and love what's good. And he he wants to just create a happy, healthy, wonderful earth full of human beings that um, that love him and want to do things with him, want to be friends with him, want to be friends with his son Jesus, and 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 want to have a life. And it's just going to be wonderful because he can create us, he can make us, and he's just doing it because he wants to. Not that he has to. It's It says in the Bible that God created man. Just maybe you can look this one up, uh, Janine. <laughs> You're good at that. It says God created man just for the making. Just because he wanted to. God created man just because he could. God created man just for the making, the Bible says somewhere. And I'm not sure where it is. But it does say that. So uh, he, you know, and, and this is what it's all about. When, when, when all these uh, men and women are going to be resurrected and brought back to life, and given the opportunity to get to know God, they have to be basically tested, just like Adam and Eve were. When he said to Adam and Eve, "Here's a tree, okay, and you should not touch this tree, and if you do touch this tree, this is what will happen." And if you love me, basically, if you really, really love me, you won't do that. So they were tested. And then actually, Satan, the angel, you know, Satan, which was an angel, decided that he would go bad. And he went bad. And God has to allow him to do that. God had to allow Adam and Eve to do that. Just like we do with our children. If they decide they're going to go bad, and they've got to learn um, you know, just like we do. And that's real love. That's that's the way God shows real love, is by allowing us to make our own choices, whether we want to serve him or not. And that's what it's all about. And that's that's the type of God that we have, is a God of real love. Real love. That's real love. So that's what the thousand-year reign is is about. Now, what I don't understand after that, Janine, is the resurrection after the thousand-year reign. I'm going to have to study that and pray about it. And uh, like I say, I don't know anything, so research these scriptures yourself, everyone, please. But uh, this is basically, um, you know, what what I've learned from the Bible and what I believe from the Bible is the heavenly government, uh, the 144,000, not all go to heaven. There's going to be a great crowd here on the earth. Um, give me one second here. I just, my hair is all falling down. I have long hair and i got to tie it up because it's annoying me. And then I want to look up uh, a scripture somewhere. I'm trying to think of what it is. I know Revelations 21, Revelations chapter 21, verse 3 and 4. Since we're already in Revelations, I am. G 
Jeannie Marie put up a scripture here. I see Isaiah 65 and 17. Wonderful, Jeannie. Um, thank you. Jeannie Marie has the scripture here, Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17. I am making a new heavens and a new earth. And that's funny, Jean Marie, uh, because Revelation 21, 3 and 4, basically says the same thing. And I'm going to read that one. And it has to do pretty much with the same thing, like what you got here for us in Isaiah 65. Revelation 21 says, And I saw a new heavens and a new earth. For the former heavens and the former earth have passed away, and the sea is no more. Okay, so anyway, the point here is I saw a new heavens and a new earth. That's what John was talking about. John's the writer of this book. New heavens and a new earth. I'm just looking over my notes. Who go to heaven and why? I stick to here. Um, okay, in Revelations, let's take a look at since I, I happen to find a scripture here in Revelations. Revelations 14. I'm going to back up. Revelations 14, Revelations chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, and I've read this one, sorry friends, Um, it says that, uh, and I saw and looked the Lamb standing upon Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his name, and the name of his Father, written upon their forehead. And then when you go on down to verse 3, it says that no one was able to master that song but the 144,000 who have been brought from the earth. Now, there's a scripture somewhere, and I I hope to be able to find it here that I have in my mind, that says um, this 144,000 will rule as kings and priests over the earth. They will rule as kings and priests over the earth. I'm just trying to see if I can find that here right now. Okay, this one here that we read in Revelation says that they will be taken from the earth. Okay, have been bought from the earth. Okay. I'm just trying to find as many scriptures as I possibly can to show you that the 144,000 um are the ones that will rule as a heavenly government. And not that 
you know, it's not like we've been taught that, uh, you know, many, many, many still believe I, I, I have a, my boss that I, I'm, I'm talking with, and he believes he's going to heaven. He says, I'm not having nothing to do with the earth. <laughs> See, we're going to be, we're going to be cleaning up the earth. Uh, who knows what we're going to be doing here, you know, um, it's going to be a new order. Rob the Moor man took you away for a second, did he, Janine? Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, Jeannie Marie, you're saying in um, in Revelations 21, 3 and 4, isn't that what someone's seen in a dream? Yeah, in Revelations, that was a, apparently John. And a lot of revelations is very symbolic. Um, um, a lot of symbolic, you know, seven heads, ten horns, and this and that, and stuff like that. A lot of, a lot of study. And so, some of revelations, like Daniel too, were in dreams. You know, all these things that were given to these men and women by God were either through dreams or thoughts or ideas or whatever. But uh, prophecies, you know, a lot of prophecies were in dreams. What are the seven spirits of God? Well, I I believe, Janine, that the... No, I don't know. The seven spirits that I think of are the the fruits of the spirit, are Mm -hmm. the, the, the good things of God. Love, joy, peace. You know, those are the fruits of the Spirit. I'm not sure where they are in the Bible. It's in um, Revelation. Um, oh, in Isaiah 11, chapter 11, verse 2, it says, many consider that that seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are mentioned. Okay, but it's got the seven spirits. Yeah. Um. Oh, took me away from that. Now I just read it in Revelations, and it mentioned the the seven spirits of God when it um when it talked about. Uh, it, you know the the seven heads with the seven eyes, and oh, yeah. it also yeah, and it also mentions the seven spirits of God. And I thought I've never oh. heard of that before. So um, I'll just I'll have to get that. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not sure, Janine. To be honest with you, um, no, I, I'm not sure. If you've read that in Revelations, boy, like I say, Revelations is deep. Revelations, a lot of it's symbolic. Um, some of it's literal. You know, that's a, that's a that Revelations and Daniel to me is is a deep. They're both deep studies, and um, yeah. So I, yeah. I I can't answer that. Sorry. Yeah, Rip- Revelations 5, 6. And I saw between the throne 
with the four living creatures and the elders, a lamb standing as if slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, what was that, 5 and 12? That was Revelation 5, chapter yeah. 5, verse 6. 6, oh, okay. 6, yeah, 6, oh. six. S-I-X, 6. And I saw standing in the midst not, of the... Not, not, yeah. Okay. And of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, a lamb, which obviously is the lamb's Jesus, as though it had been slaughtered, which was Jesus, having seven horns and seven eyes, which eyes mean the seven spirits of God that have been sent forth into the whole earth. Mm. That's cool. That's interesting. But no, I don't understand it. <laughs> no, honestly. Um, but no, we know the lamb, whenever it talks about the lamb that has been slaughtered, which obviously is Jesus. But, you know, one cool thing I love about the Bible, you know, and, and men and women don't understand it. You know, you can study the Bible a lifetime and we'll never know it all. But anyway, what the, what the Bible does is somewhere else you can read, oh, in the seven heads of the seven horns or whatever, whatever, whatever means, quote, means this. And it'll tell you. The Bible interprets itself. You know what I mean, Janine? The Bible interprets itself. The Bible explains itself. But this is where we have to get knowledge. This is where we have to study, where we have to pray. Um, We have to get wise. And the Bible, God opens up the Bible to us in his time. And I've, I've seen this, you know, like I say, I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing. But the, the little tiny bit I do know I want to share. That's why I'm having these talk shows. But I know nothing. You know, I'm, I'm completely stupid. But I know the Bible says in many, many places, this means this. And it actually explains it. And uh, if I can find something, if I think of something offhand, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. But I've seen that so many times in the Bible. It'll say about this and about that and about this and about that. This means this. And it'll actually uh, explain itself. It'll, it interprets itself. And it's not meant for, you know, it's not meant for just the common man or woman to be reading sometimes. I mean, a lot of it is. But a lot of it's meant for God to guide us, to teach us. God's given us the wisdom. You know, or some. I'm not saying me. But I'm saying God's, God, you know, this this is just not a common book, you know, about Mary had a little lamb. This is a book to be studied, and God guides us through it. And only the, the ones that God decides is going to understand, is going to understand it. Right? You know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of people don't understand the Bible because God's not going to open their eyes to understand it because they they don't want to know or or they're not meant to know. Or, you know, if they did know, they'd use it for wrongful whatever. So God's not going to allow them to totally, completely understand it. And this is why Daniel and Isaiah and Revelations and so many other ones are written in all these symbolic stuff. 
seven heads and ten horns and five eyes and six legs. And, like, really? You know, you sit down and you try to read that and you think, what is this all about? Hey, it's not just meant for the common person to understand. God will open the eyes of the ones he chooses to, to, to get them to understand this stuff. No man has written this book. Like, why would a man or a woman write, you know, seven heads and ten horns and five eyes and six lampshades and whatever? It means nothing to man. Man cannot understand this book. And that's why they put it down. And Satan, you know, talks them into putting it down. You know, we we can't understand that, but only God will allow us to see it. And, uh, you know, Janine, just, just what you read there, um, on, you know, about the seven spirits, I don't know. I have no idea what that means. And I'm not even going to pretend to, not even going to try to. Um, when it comes out for us to know, it'll come out. But I have no idea what it means. But anyway, in the meantime, I, I just share uh, the little bit that I learned, like, you know, the 144,000. This is the subject this evening, about the 144,000 that are going to rule as kings and priests, as a government with God. And, the, and, and and I just give this little bit of information that I know so I can give it to you or, or someone else or I can learn from someone else like the, what you just taught me about the seven spirits of God. Hmm, you got me interested. I'm curious about what that may mean. So I, I may learn something. And, um, you know, that that's in my mind now. And, uh, you know, we'll grow together. We'll grow together here. But so um, the, the little bit that I can, that I've learned from others, that, that I can teach here, um, is what it's all about, eh? And we just keep growing and learning together. And nobody knows it all. And, you know... That's the fun part of it. It's just knowing that God's got a plan, and we can be a part of it if we choose to. He's given us the freedom of choice, and um, we have to strive hard. Um, we have to, like, I think there's a scripture in the Bible that says we have to make the truth our own. Like you say, Janine, um, you know, we have to have God in our heart. And it has to be whole-souled. We have to make the truth our own. It has to be individual. Like a love, like a relationship. Right? You know, between a husband and wife, or mother, son, daughter. It has to be a, a deep love that we have, you know, that's real from our heart. It has to be real. The 144,000 make up the congregation of God. That's his congregation. I'm sure you've probably read in the Bible, um, 
the Bible talks about terms like the bride, uh, the lamb's wife, which is Jesus. Jesus is the lamb, right? The lamb's wife, that's the 144,000. That's his congregation, that's his, his wife, his soulmates. The body of Christ is his group, um, the 144,000 that are going to heaven. The temple of God is this group. The Israel of God and the New Jerusalem. The New Jerusalem of God. The Bible talks about all these different terms about this group that's going to heaven with with Jesus. And they're going to rule over the earth and they're going to make things right. They're going to fix, fix things up. And, um, you know, there's some scriptures in there talking about the temple of God. You know, the... The body of Christ, uh, New, Jer- New Jer- Jerusalem. A lot of people uh, think of New Jerusalem, and they think that uh, there's going to be a New Jerusalem here on the earth. The New Jerusalem's talking about the heavenly quote, New Jer- Jerusalem. I'm just reading what Jean Marie's saying here on the chat board. It's symbolic about Jesus and how he has the right to open the scrolls because. He is unblemished by the... Thanks, Jean-Marie. For some reason, I can't get the rest of the chat. He is unblemished by the... And uh, for some reason, I can't. My chat has always been this way. I cannot read the rest of your chat, hon. He is unblemished by the world. Ah, okay. I'm just going to slip over here to Revelations. I'm just looking for scriptures. This is my main goal. Is uh, It doesn't have anything to do with the, the seven scrolls that are being opened, or seven seals. Seven scrolls? The seven eyes. Symbolic. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what scrolls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, it does. It does have something to do with the seven seals that are open. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and read Revelations. Yeah, I've never been a, a Bible reader, and and um, <laughs> well, I've really, you know, somebody said, "How do I get into this?" And I said, "Look, here's guys. You've got to understand." I said one month ago, I said I was still going to a spiritual church where they were into reading and you know, and fortunes and tarot cards and everything like that. I said, and in one month, I've done a complete 180. And just yesterday, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and I'm reading the Bible. And I said, it's so overwhelming. Uh-huh. You know, um, oh. when when I start thinking about it, Sonia, about the miracles that have happened just in the last couple of weeks, well, well you know, it's been progressive, but they're starting to really, really speed up now. And... Um, it gets so overwhelming for me, you know. It's just I just want to weep and cry and weep and cry, and I just got to go. Oh, just give me a bit of time to breathe, you know. And I got to walk away from it because. Um, but then, I got on this morning at one a.m. over here. It's ten a.m. over there your time, but it's one a.m. here um, Monday morning with the John G Lake Ministries, the 
the um, you know where you get on and you can watch his uh, sermon. And this oh, this morning just rocked my world. He was he was incredible, you know, and the love that was pouring out of this man. He was in tears. I was in tears, and I reckon a lot of the congregation would have been in tears. Um, you know, it was it, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, yeah. And he said, "No, you've got to let it. Um, that thing that you know, like I'm running away from, because I think it's going to just totally envelop me." And I go, "Oh, just give me room to breathe." But I think I'm doing the wrong thing. I have to just let it overcome me. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm trying to follow you. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Janine. Sister, I love you very much, and you know, I I don't know why, but I I am so so want I I so want to say, be cautious, be so cautious. Don't let anything overcome you. Totally keep your senses. The Bible says, totally keep your senses. Mm. Always be aware. Always be on guard. Always study the scriptures. Um, always be reading God's word. No, yeah. do, do do not let anything totally overcome you. Study the scriptures and pray. If you do anything, don't nothing else but study the scriptures and pray. Do not let mm-hmm. me, anybody else, any organization, anyone in the world study the scripture and pray. Do not let anything overcome you. There's hypnotism. There's there's uh, so many demonic things going on that, um, no, do not let anything, anyone overcome. Study the scriptures and pray. Um, that's it. That way no one, well, nothing well, can, can, I don't know. I, I, no, I that's right. No, if, if, it's, if it's the Bible, if it's the Bible, if it's right, it's right. If it's the Bible, if it's not the Bible, it ain't right. No, no. So when, when when I pray and God says, you know, I want you to leave this church and I want you to go to this other church, and I went, I am going. I, I am going. There is, you know, and I went, I, you know, and, the, and the, the actual pastor from this other church said, you can't leave me. He said, I've, you, you know, you are, I've got to look after you, you know, and I prayed about that and it's like, no, you know. God is my father. He is looking after me. All I have to do is follow him. I'm not listening to any pastor. I am going where God sends me. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That, so, you know, and, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but if they get offended because I'm following God, well, then, yeah. Um, yeah. and they don't understand it, well, then that's their, mm-hmm. they have to deal with that. It's not my issue. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like, don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone. Just, yeah, you got to follow your heart. you got to, and, and, and the Bible and, and God are is the only two ways. Um, yeah, I, I, I am so, uh, I've been caught up and hung up and, and tripped and, and, and trapped in, in, in my life. In so many different ways that I know you have to, and in the scriptures say, st- here's what the scriptures say. And where is that scripture? Maybe you can find it, Janine. Maybe you can find the scripture. This would be very important. 
it's it's study the scriptures to be sure that they are so. Now I don't know what other words to use. To be yeah. sure that they are they so. Are so okay. That is in Something Acts seventeen like eleven. Acts seventeen, chapter seventeen, uh, oh, verse eleven. Uh, there's also John, John five thirty nine. Um, study the scriptures diligently. Okay, okay, okay. So, John, that was in John. Wait, Mark, Mark, John. John. Yeah, John. The, it's John five. Okay. John chapter five, verse thirty nine. Thank you. And and Acts. Chapter 17, verse 11. Thank you. Super. Okay, John 5 and 39. Um, okay, oh, yeah. Okay, I'll read that from uh, this Bible. You are searching the scriptures because you think by means of them that you will have everlasting life. And these are the very ones that are bearing witness about me. And yet you do not want to come to know. You do not want to come to me that you may have life. I do not accept glory from men, but I have known that you do not have the love of God in you. Okay, you are searching, and I'm, I'm backing up here now and through it in. You are searching the scriptures because you think that by means of them you will have everlasting life. Okay, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. We have to be so careful because there are so many things out there. Even me, I could be misleading you, not even knowing it. I could be misleading you. This is why I want to push as many scriptures as they out and say, okay, friends, take these scriptures, do what you want with them. Uh, do whatever you have to. Pray to God and, and, and hopefully, you know, so search the scriptures. Um, before you make any big decisions in, in life, search the scriptures and pray to God. That's that's it. Uh, yeah, no, that's a super scripture. Thank you, Janine. And where was the other one? In Acts. Okay, Acts 17. Acts. Don't listen to any man, woman, nothing, nobody. Search the scriptures and talk to God about it. Um, 11. Now, the latter, okay, Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Now the latter were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with great greatness eager of mind, carefully examining the scriptures daily as to whether these things were so. I love that one. I'm going to read that again. Now the latter were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with the greatest eagerness of mind, carefully examining the scriptures daily as to whether these things were so. Now, like that. So anything, it's almost like anything that anybody tells us, any
anything I tell you. Dig in the scriptures. You don't don't even believe it. Just dig in the scriptures yourself. I I may say, you know, I I think there's 144,000 that are going to heaven. Don't don't listen to what I'm saying. Dig into it and, and check it out yourself. You've seen a few scriptures. Uh, research it yourself, and if there's something you can come back and tell me, hey, Sonia, hey, you're wrong here. There's something here going on that we don't know about. Uh, yeah. We want to know. We want to know the truth, and this is what it's all about. Because uh, the Bible says it's a congregation of God. It's not just one person, one man, a few people here and here. It's worldwide. It's a congregation. It's a whole worldwide organization that we're all going to speak one language. We're all going to know the same language. We're all going to have one God, and it's all going to be, you know, we're going to be in harmony. It's all going to be in peace and harmony. There's not going to be any confusion. There's going to be, and he's teaching us that now by giving us this Bible and helping us get together now. And um, he says there's going to be a speeding up. There's an urgency now. There's going to be a speeding up of the good news of the kingdom. This good news of the kingdom is going to be preached in all the inhabited earth for a witness to all the nations, and then the end's going to come. Matthew 24:14. It's coming, you know. And uh, hey, we uh, we're so privileged to be able to be a part of it. It's so exciting. Hey, really, so exciting. reading what you put up here, Janine. Luke uh, 1, 2, just as they were handed down to us by those Mm -hmm. who from the beginning were examining the scriptures. Yeah, well, it's almost 10 o'clock, my friends. I don't know unless there's something else that you really want to chat about. Um, My eyes are getting bugged out and I'm getting tired. Um... Uh, I don't know whether I covered enough scriptures. Um, you know, there's always next week. I, 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 I'd almost like to do this again, uh, you know, um, have these talk shows, you know, uh, like another day a week. But, you know, seeing that the common law talk shows, you know, we've got these, these talk shows going seven days a week. I don't want to interrupt her or whatever in other people's, uh, talk shows, you know, but if the few of us that get together, you know, if you wanted to get together again, I'd love to. Um, if it's too much, you know, we won't. But just keep that in mind. If you want to ever get together again, you know, I think uh, the spiritual food is important. You know, it's something that we need daily. Um, like I said before, use are a blessing to me because this motivates me to get up every morning. Um, I, I, I even take my books to work with me during my lunch hour. I'm studying. <laughs> it's so exciting, and uh, it's, it's been a blessing for me. So, if you ever want to get together, you know, another, you know, another evening or, or something. But I know, like I said, there's there's other common law talk shows that uh, many are are 
committed to, to listening to and so on and so on. So I don't want to, but anyway, if, if anybody is interested in that, uh, we consider that. But I don't feel like I, I've covered a lot on this, um, you know, about um, who go to heaven and why. I don't think I've covered enough scriptures, but maybe I'll jot down some more. And if anybody's got any questions, you know, maybe we can bring them up. But I'm getting tired and burnt out. Sounds like somebody's on the train. Any questions, friends? Oh, it's great fellowship. Thank you, Janine. You're right. And I'm just reading Jeannie's, Jeannie Marie's. You're talking about false religion. Yeah, Satan Satan's notorious, eh, Jeannie Marie? Yeah, we have to be really, really careful. we got to study everything that comes at us because we can be misled so easy. Once we get into a trap, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a pickle. It's so easy to get into something, and what a time getting out of it. Been there, done that many times. Anyway, we've got lots of wonderful things to look forward to. Hey, Janine. Hey, Jeannie. You know, the hopes, um, you know, being able to live in this earth and the beautiful earth that it is and and the animals and, and the peace. Like, I, you just can't imagine. Um, when I wake up in the morning, I live in a, in a rural roots, you know, kind of the countryside. And uh, when I get up in the morning, I go outside and I take my cup of coffee outside. And I'm not in the city. I'm in a populated area of about 5,000 people. And I'm, not, and I'm I'm about seven miles out of town. And I go out and I, all I, I just close my eyes and all I hear is the birds, the crickets and the birds and, you know, the wind blowing. I, I hear nothing as far as city, quote, like, and I was almost thinking of someday taking a tape out there and just uh, taping it. And I, I think we need to spend more time just going outside, uh, you know, if we can get into a little bit of a woodland or something like that, and just go out and close our eyes and imagine the paradise that Jehovah's meant for us to be in. With just birds and crickets and, you know, the wildlife. Absolutely no honking of horns, no sirens, no human technical sounds and all this kind of stuff. Just exquisite delight and the abundance of peace. So when you go to bed tonight, think about that. (laughs) Um, The book that I... The book that I um, study from, 
the title of it is You Can Live Forever in Paradise on Earth. You can live forever in paradise. And that's what it's all about. Beautiful. Anyway, friends, I'm done babbling. <laughs> Love yous. Thanks for coming. I'm getting tired. Anyway, sweet dreams. Think of living forever in paradise on earth. Thank you, Cheyenne, for coming, sweetheart. Ah. I hear Janine. Ah, oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, you are so fortunate to live. I've got a mower going in the background, so. Janine, um, you are a blessing and now now I, I'm starting to catch on any time that I need something going Janine find this yeah. <laughs> Janine find this yeah, yeah, I just I just put it into Google you know Google is wonderful isn't it Google knows everything he's my best mate other than you know God and Jesus but you know he's he's you know for earthly things he's uh, yeah, yeah, but you are so talented and you're so so quick. I don't even know your age group, and I'm not going to ask you, but you're so fast at this kind of stuff. I just say, oh, Janine, and you, you've got it typed up in no time. I just, I, I love it when you're typing because I think, okay, she's bringing us something. <laughs> no, thank you, Janine. You're a blessing. And uh, Jeannie Marie, thank you, sweetheart, my dear daughter. My dear daughter. Anyway, bug size. Thanks for dropping in, and everyone else. So I'm I'm gonna go and and uh, have sweet dreams. Let's all think of the paradise earth, and uh, keep our hopes up. And thank you so much for coming. Like I said, these these are an inspiration to me, and thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And uh, have a great week. And um, we'll catch you somewhere down the line. Okay? Good night, everybody. Bye. Love yous.